But he said to them, of everything that, that is produced in your life, a tenth of it belongs to the Lord. And he says that it's holy to the Lord. Each year, as I said, we take time to sit down and write the vision. You know, what we want to see, what we believe God has for us in the upcoming year. We set goals in light of what we believe God has for us. What does 2022 look like for you? I don't know about for you. It looks like a good year. I'm prophesying it. I'm declaring it. This is going to be one of the best years of our lives. It's going to be one of the best years as a church family. But what does it look like for you financially? I don't know about you. We've struggled in times past individually as a family, even as a church family. Well, I don't want to. I don't. We've done enough struggling in 2020 and 21 for a while. Amen. I don't know about you. I want 2022 financially to be one of the best years, glory to God, that I've ever experienced in that life. God wants that for you just as much as you want it for you. But with all sincerity, it starts with the tithe. Pick up that uh, right division sheet, and I want you to notice your money life goal. I, wonder, I was led to read these just in case you haven't done this yet. And we invite every family to sit down and do it, and there's some instructions at the top. But for number four, it helps you in writing goals. It asks questions. Listen to this. What percentage or amount do I desire to give into the kingdom of God by the end of this year? How much do I owe in debt? Write down every debt. I'll write down the principal, the interest, the payment amount. And then ask this question, how much debt do I want to pay off by the end of this year? Here's another one. What do I want my savings to be? What do I want my salary to be? What do I want my income to be? What do I want our investments to be by the end of this year? And here's a really good one. I like this one. What would you like to have or do personally if money was not a factor? So I want to encourage you, if you've already done this, I commend you. My wife and I, we've sat down, but we're going to target the last Sunday of this year as the time where we lift all of our vision before the Lord to consecrate it. And so you've got a little more time to write the vision. The first question, though, says, what percentage of your income do you want to give into the kingdom of God? You know, we shouldn't give haphazardly. We don't want God to provide for us haphazardly. We shouldn't give by chance. And we certainly shouldn't give God what's left over. How many of you all, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. But who likes leftovers? You know, you, you had the fine, it was at its perfection. The moment that that piece of salmon left the grill and they brought it to the table. Oh, y'all got to help me today. That brisket comes out of the smoker and it's just ready to be. You don't have to warm it up in the microwave. You know, I like to eat right when it's at its perfect state, you know, in its best. But who likes love? Well, we all eat leftovers, you know, but it's not the best. Well, you don't want to give God what's left over from your life. If you want God's best, it's good that you give him 
your best. Amen? And so, one of the things we encourage you to do is sit down and decide ahead of time what percentage. You know, and if you want to give God 1%, then intentionally, purposely, make sure you do that and honor God with the 1%. Maybe it's 3% or 5%. Whatever you choose, don't just let it happen by chance. Be intentional. And you can do it by deciding in advance what percentage. For my wife and I, 10% of our income belongs to the Lord. It's not optional. It's something we've dedicated to him through what the scriptures say, even as we see it today. And therefore, at least 10% of every piece of money that comes into our family, we set it aside into a God account, and then we release it systematically into kingdom projects, into churches and ministries that are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8, He says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? The answer, he says, is in tithes. That's 10%. But then he goes one step and he says, offerings. He says, you are cursed with a curse because you have robbed me, even this whole nation. He's talking about the nation of Israel. We can learn, though, that when we do what the Word says, verse 10 comes into effect. He says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there not be room enough to receive it. So when you decide not to dedicate 10% of what you receive to the Lord, you you rob God. So my challenge to you, if you want this to be one of your best years, I'm not talking about where you earn the most, but you lost the most that you've ever lost. But to be in a position where the windows of heaven are thrown open, decide to dedicate a tenth of what comes at least. You know, we would encourage you to start at 11%. That makes you make sure you have your tithe and at least a percentage for the offering. Let me close with this. In Luke chapter 11 and verse number 42, Jesus said in the New Living Translation, What sorrow awaits you Pharisees? For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, herb gardens. But you ignore justice and the love of God. Jesus said you should tithe. Yes, but do not neglect the more important things. Jesus said you should tithe. Amen. And if you love the Lord, then you should do what he tells you you should do. Amen. Amen. So if you want this year to be one of the best years for your life financially, let me encourage you, make a heart decision, dedicate at least a tenth of your income, go above that, make sure you've got offerings in there, and I believe this will be, anybody else believe with me, this will be your best year financially in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and stand up on your feet. As we get ready to pray over those that have given last week, some are giving today, some will give in this upcoming week. 
But how many of you know you should never give an offering to God without praying over it and without worshiping him with it? I know sometimes for us, we sit down on different days to do our finances and it's not really a spiritual moment. You know, we're we're just taking care of the business, paying this and doing that. But it's in this very special moment every Sunday that we present to the Lord that tenth that we text, that tenth that we transmitted electronically. It's this moment that we lift our hands before the Lord and worship Him. Amen? Amen. I want you to lift your hands up before the Lord. Whether you've given, whether you're giving today or whether you're going to give, let's all of us pray this before God. Say, Father in heaven. I thank you today for all that you have done in my life. You've brought me from a long way. And I thank you for every prayer that you've ever answered for myself and my family. Now I present to you today my tithes and offerings to worship you through my resources. I ask you to look down from heaven, open the windows, and pour out the manifestation. Let my life demonstrate the blessing of the Lord in every area, in Jesus' name. Rebuke the devourer in every area, in Jesus' name. Now I worship you, and I thank you. As I release it, amen, amen. Praise God, hallelujah, glory to God. Come on, lift your hands and just worship God. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. And as one in spiritual authority, as the pastor of this congregation, I speak your blessing over every household. I say concerning their finances, be increased, be enlarged, be fruitful and multiply. I declare that which was lost, be replenished in the name of Jesus. Be filled to overflowing and every account, every savings, every retirement, Be overflowing and abound with great abundance. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Say it out loud. We believe, we receive the amount we need and want for this week and this month. Therefore, we claim out of this world system all the money. And we say that it will all manifest within the next few days and the next few weeks. We say, devil, take your hands off our stuff. We bind you in Jesus' name. Loose our money and let it go. And ministering spirits, go cause the money to come to us in Jesus' name. Come on, shout hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. I see angels moving right now to move upon the hearts of those that can cause good things to happen in our lives. Amen. 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 You know, we declare the blessing, and it's actually the blessing of the Lord that makes you rich. Did you know that? That's what the scripture says. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say this out loud. The blessing is manifesting our debt-free lands, our debt-free buildings, our debt-free houses, our debt-free equipment and furnishings, and our debt-free vehicles. Anybody excited about living a debt-free life? Amen. It's possible. I'm believing it. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, one of the things we write down is that we will uh, pay off certain debts. We identified, hey, God can move supernaturally. And by the end of 2022, there'll be some people in here that will be completely and totally debt free, including their home. I received that. I received that. Amen. Say it out loud. We're getting out and we're staying out of debt. All of our debts are being reduced and eliminated. And God is bringing into our hands seed, great, and multiply seed. Come on, let's give God praise and glory as we worship Him today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, put those hands together. If you know He is the name above all names, for He is exalted and lifted up. Amen. Hallelujah. He is the name above all names. Come on, let's bless His name all today. Hallelujah. Come on, you can put your hands together if you love the Lord. A name above all name, blessing and honor. A name above all name, dominion and power. A name above all name, righteous and holy. A name above all names, he's glorious and worthy. And he who was dead. And he is alive, and he reigns forever, and he is the Christ, exalted, lifted high, exalted, glorified, exalted, magnified, is the name of Jesus.